Hi, hi, hi. Welcome, everyone. Um, I welcome you once again to, to the teaching. My name is Deborah Olatele, and I celebrate you for listening. I celebrate you for giving yourself to the world. And I just want to encourage us that as you listen, please do well to put the word into practice. Don't just be the hearer of your of the word alone. Be doers of the word. You know, trust the Holy Spirit to help you do the word. Right, that's basically how we are transformed. We are not transformed by what we hear. We are not transformed by knowledge until we put that knowledge to use. Until we put that knowledge to practice, we cannot be transformed. Alright, so I really want to encourage us to not just be hearers of God's word alone, that we should be doers of his word. <coughs> God, we grant us grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so today we'll be looking at how man fell. We'll be looking at how man fell. Alright. We've looked at what happened at the beginning, you know, how God created man and how. So right now we are looking at how man fell. What happened in the Garden of Eden? Okay, so man fell because he became subject to another authority different from God. That's just the basic reason why man fell. Man fell because he became subject to another authority that is different from God. Right. So we're looking at Genesis three. Genesis three, basically from verse um from verse one to 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 six or to thirteen and thereabouts. Okay, so let me just read Genesis three. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field that the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, God has said, You will not eat of every tree of the garden. Then the woman said to the serpents, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you will not eat of it, nor will you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired 
to make one wise. She took of its fruits and it. And she gave also to her husband with her, and he hates. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Then they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded that you should not eat? And the man said, The woman whom you gave to me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all livestock and above every beast of the field. You will go on your belly and dust you will eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. It will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain and your conception. In pain, you will bring forth children, and your desire will be to your husband, and he will rule over you. And to Hatham, he said, Because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying you will not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake, and in toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. In the sweat of the okay, tons also and tissues will grow for you, and you will eat the plant of the field. In the sweat of your face you will eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. To Adam also and to his wife, the Lord God made coats of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become one as one of us to know good and evil. And now he must not be allowed to put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from where he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden, cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way of the tree of life. Amen. So, we see here how that, you know, the serpent was used to deceive the woman, and then eventually, the man also fell for it. Now, the serpent, you know, is 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 one of the animals 
was created all right so the enemy that's you know the devil took the occasion just you know used the serpent as an instrument you know so the serpent the snake is one of the animals that god created so is it was not a bad like god didn't create the serpent to be bad or to be evil it was the devil that took on that occasion you know and came in the form of a serpent to deceive the woman all right so he said to the woman as god said all right let me open another version here. The version I have for me is saying, as indeed God has said, you will not eat of the of every tree of the garden. But I think I don't really like that verse. So this version is saying, as God said. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So it's more of a question, okay? That's really did God say you should not eat of every tree of the garden? And you know, <coughs> the woman was quick to respond. The woman said, "We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruits of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat it." Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. All right. So even though the scriptures did not record that God told Adam not to eat of it, okay. Uh, oh, did I? Oh no, not to touch. Actually, scriptures recorded that God told Adam not to eat, but. It wasn't recorded in scripture that he said do not touch please let's get that clear so if you look at genesis 2 verse 16 and 17 it says and the lord god commanded the man saying you may freely eat of every tree of the garden but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you will not eat of it for in the day that you eat from it you will surely die so he told them not to eat from it actually but he didn't tell them not to touch or rather it was not recorded in this genesis 3 um, genesis 2 rather that they should not touch it okay but that's not even the 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 main issue okay so the first lie ever told was you know was satan himself you know he's the father of all lies so he brought up that example and he he succeeded in deceiving Eve. okay and i want to give us an illustration of what actually happened okay I'll be using the illustration of our our governments, Nigerian governments, and then the US governments, okay? So it's an illustration, alright. So where is the president of Nigeria, right? And then we have governors. Um Sowulu is the governor of Lagos State, okay? 
and then in the US, um, Biden is the is the president of the US government. All right, so let's look at it this way. It's an illustration, actually. Where is you know God, and then he has a kingdom. Okay, he is you know is where is God in heaven? And then he has a kingdom. Alright. And he has the Nigeria kingdom. Okay. So Joe Biden is anti God. And then he has a kingdom too, the US kingdom. Alright. Now so someone who is a man, okay, that Bwari has God placed, you know. Over legal states as the head to rule and reign. Okay, are we getting it? So Buhari is the president of, you know, the kingdom of God. All right, and you know he has legal states that he has created like the heads, and he took someone to say, okay, go and be ruling over legal states. Go and take charge. Go and oversee the affairs of legal states that's god telling man you know as we have seen in genesis 1 how he said he should rule and reign over the hearts and then chop is on the other side <coughs> and he also has his own governments all right so so because of what the old thing, if you look at it, is supposed to be receiving orders and directives from Bwari because Bwari placed him in government. Bwari, Bwari gave him that state, that legal state, that earthly realm, that earthly kingdom to dominate, to rule. So he is supposed to be, you know, telling worry that oh, okay this is what was going on on heads this is what we are doing in legal state this is the way we want to you know reform legal states and the parents is also supposed to be giving him you know directives and instructions that is how it's supposed to be okay so someone who is permitted to dominate to rule to lead legal states under the leadership of Buari under the government of Buari. Yes, because Buari placed them into government, you know, following our illustration. So, someone is supposed to lead the people of Lagos states to rule over them, you know, to, to, to dominate the place under the leadership under the government of the kingdom of heaven which worries you know is 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 over so it just happened that one day you know someone just you know someone was just listening you know as far he would also have people that will be talking to okay you know we talked about the u.s government so as led by Joe Biden, right, is anti-God. They also, you know, have plans. So, it just happened that someone who just got to know, you know, one of the 
um, just got to know got an instruction from the US government, you know, and he just obeyed it. Now, in the real sense, the US government is not in any place to give Sonwulu an order or to give him an instruction. Right? Yes, he is not so he is not in any place to do that. But then he just did that as far, you know, this is US and we know Nigeria is also, you know, trying to come up, trying to, you know, develop and be a great country. How about you do this in legal states? So that legal states will start to move forward, start to move towards advancement, you know. If you look at it, that's strange. If... if Joe Biden take or you know thinks he has an idea that could favor Nigeria, okay, and move them forward. He's supposed to relate with Buari. He's not supposed to just come straight to Sonwulu. But you know, it happened that okay, Sonwulu just embraced the idea, you know, and just did what he ought not to do. What he did was not is not was not in alignment with the Nigerian government in any way. But he did it, you know, thinking that, oh, it's going to be good for us in Lagos states. And, you know, everybody's really trying to become like U.S. So, let's start to move Lagos state forward. Let's start to, you know, let's, let's embrace this idea so that Lagos state can move forward. He's not supposed to do that. No matter how good or how awesome that idea is, is supposed to, at least, you know, after hearing such, relay it to Buari and said, okay, um, US government reached out to us. They gave us this idea that we can implement in legal states. What do you think, sir? What do you think? You know, that is what he's supposed to do. But he took it upon himself and like, oh God, it's going to be good for Lagos State. Let's just go ahead and implement this. And he just did that. Eventually, Buari got to know about it. Like, something is happening in Lagos State that is not supposed to be happening. I mean, it wasn't, it's not even in line with our Nigerian constitution. It's not in line with any law, any, you know, any... Nothing, nothing is not even in alignment with everything called Nigeria. What's happening in Lagos State? And then you know, Barry started to oh, you know try to reach out to Sonwulu, but Sonwulu was nowhere to be found because Sonwulu also knew that he had done something that he ought not to do, and he was not just you know he was not just ready to speak with Barry about it or. He was afraid and he was like, oh, what will I say if I pick this call? So, you know, he was just <coughs> trying to, you know, eventually the relationship and the fellowship between Buari and Sonwulu was just cut off. I mean, what do you expect? So if Sonwulu is running away from Buari, Buari is trying to reach him, you know, 
someone who just keeps running away maybe it just blocked Buari's number they can't reach him he's just in his inner chamber he already told the security men in the house that it's not available the government house is like under lock and key you know people are parading making sure that no one enters and you know all efforts for Buari to reach him is just not you know working <coughs> What's going to happen? Everything is just going to break. You will just say that soon. The judges just to announce that. Okay. So, somebody else is taking over legal states. You know, given that Sonwulu has not been available. We've been trying to reach him. He has been playing hide and seek. He has been, you know, he has not upheld the... What's, what's, the, what's the word now? He has not upheld... The things, the principles and standards of the Nigerian government. He has been imbibing the government of another govern government. He has been imbibing the culture of another government, and we cannot continue with him, and all of those things. Now, <coughs> this is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. All right, so God already gave an instruction. God is the only one that is permitted to give man an instruction. Because God created man. Oh my God. It's just as simple as that. So only God, please listen. Only God is permitted to give you an instruction that you will be. Okay, now, other people can give an instruction. Alright. But everything must be coming from above. And what do I mean? I mean, even if your pastor is going to give you an instruction, you must be sure that instruction is coming from above. Alright? Man, generally, God is supposed to be giving man an instruction. So, even that man who is your pastor is giving you an instruction, that man is supposed to receive that instruction from God to give you. Your parents... As they give instructions, they are supposed to, the instructions they give you as pertaining to your life is supposed to be an instruction from God. Every man is supposed to be receiving instruction from God. Every man. So if a parent is looking to how they can help their daughter um, become, you know, somebody great in life, they are supposed to get instructions and directives from God to give you. And as a daughter too, or as a son, you are supposed to just understand or find out and be sure that this instruction is coming from God. Because a man is not supposed to subject himself to another authority outside of God. So what, what happened in the Garden of Eden was that the man that God created and was given the mandate to rule over the earthly kingdom, you know, he gave him authority and dominion to exercise on heads. Man already became the ruler over the heads. So man already, you know, became the 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 the, the king, the president, the everything of the heads. And he is supposed to rule and reign the heads under the leadership of God. 
I repeat, man is supposed to exercise that dominion he was given under the leadership of God. He's not supposed to stand alone or to look for another leadership. He's supposed to be under the leadership of God. So when Adam ate the fruit, he automatically became subject to another authority. Yes, because it was not God's authority. He didn't eat it under God's authority. He ate it under Satan's authority. You know what? You become subject to the person you obey. You become a slave. You become a slave to the person you obey. So if today... Mm, you you do something that shows that you are obeying the enemy. You are already a slave to him. You are already becoming subjected to him. And let me quickly say that it also means if you are working in the flesh. So you can be saying, I don't fornicate, I don't kill, I don't steal. You know all those commandments that you already know whatever you are doing that god does not command you are working in the flesh and you know satan is even okay too if you are working in the flesh because he, he just don't want you to do what god is saying he doesn't want you to please god so he's comfortable when you are working in the flesh because he knows that flesh cannot please god okay <clears throat> so Adam ate of the fruits, and that means he obeyed another master. He yielded to another authority. He, he carried out an operation from the kingdom of darkness. Like he executed an order that came from the kingdom of darkness. That was what he did. And he died. Because you know the scripture says that God cannot behold iniquity, cannot behold sin. So Immediately, you know, Adam did that. He was separated from God. And that is death. That is death. So, he died. He died spiritually. Because he yielded himself to another authority. And then, just by yielding himself, he already gave Satan a reason to lay hold on his life. Praise God. You know, we do things that, there are things we do that we are giving Satan reasons to come into our life. See, anyway, let's, let's skip on. Okay? The fellowship with God, Adam's fellowship with God, God broken. And that is what it means to die spiritually. God started to look for him in the Garden of Eden. And then he was hiding, there was no fellowship, no relationship, no smooth communication, no life. He was just, you know, hiding and looking for what to cover himself together with Eve too. Now, if 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 was the one that gave him the fruit to eat actually, right? But the whole idea was that eating the fruits was an instruction from the kingdom of darkness. It doesn't even matter who gave Adam the fruit to eat. So, see, it doesn't matter whoever told you to do that thing you are doing. 
even if it is your parents, as long as that thing you are doing is not in line with God, you are disobeying God. So, if give why if give Adam the fruits, you know, scriptures did not really give us whether Adam actually questioned her and said, Oh, where did you get the fruits from? Blah blah blah. I think you know. Scripture didn't give us that explanation. But Adam heard of the fruits. And eating from the fruits means you are doing you are, you are, you are obeying an instruction or an idea from the kingdom of darkness. Because it was not like even Satan gave an instruction like oh yeah, go and take it and eat. They were just Communicating, you know, just like they were just gisting, and then he brought Satan brought up an idea that oh no, if you eat it, you will not actually die, but really your eyes will be opened and you will really know what's you know, you will know what is good, you will know what is evil, your eyes will really be opened. So it was just you know, suggesting that oh, really, it was just you know, they were just communicating as per normal talk. And if you just decided to try it out, okay, let's try it out. You know the way somebody comes to you and say, Oh, what if you go to club tonight? You know, you've been reading, 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 ah, everywhere is tense. Let's go and relax, let's go and chill. We will not even, you know, we'll just sit down at the cinema, we will not enter the club, we will not enter where they dance, where they drink. We we'll just stay at the cinema, just get a drink, you know. <coughs> You, you know that kind of arrangement that is 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 subtle ah if you know the meaning of subtle see the enemy is subtle satan is subtle and he will always come in subtle ways see let, let me let me let, let's get this thing clear satan will not come to you in black you this yeah he knows how to do it. See, see, the, see the way he came to Eve. You know, just pa, as per normal, let's just just about this thing God said say. Like really, did he say you should know it of every tree? You know, it, it just came just like that. See, if you re- I want you to understand that Satan will never come to you in black. Ah no. <laughs> Is is subtle and cunning. It's going to come to you in a way that, if you're not sensitive, you will not even know that this thing is is an enticement from the kingdom of hell. That was how he came to Eve, and that's how he's been doing it. Every everything that he's been doing, every is is the same method that he has been he has been doing. He's just using it through various means. True, it could be true and order in the class. It could be anything. It could be something that a lecturer would say. It could be something that maybe they would just give an an order in your place of work or something. It it's 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 just the same method. So you become subject unto a kingdom to whom you obey and you take order from. See, the day you obey the enemy, that day you have advanced. The kingdom of darkness. The day, one day, the day you obey him, you obey him again tomorrow. You are advancing his kingdom. 
all right and you're becoming subject to him he can lay hold on you and say yes uh, i've been giving you orders and you have been obeying me so please don't give the enemy reasons to to come into your life see do you know what you do when you sin or when you do things that god does not want you to do it's like you are clearing the path for the enemy to come into your life. It's like you took cutlass and hoe and rake. You are now, you know, you are cutting the grasses. You are hoeing everywhere. You are now using rake to pack those grasses. You know, like you, you are creating a pathway, an inroad. You are creating a pathway for the enemy to come into your life. That's what you do. When you do things that God does not approve of. And please... What is sin? Sin is anything that does not please God. Can I say it again? Sin is anything that does not please God. Don't 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 miss it. Don't want don't, don't look for one big English around it. Sin is anything that does not please God. So whatever you are doing, no matter how good it is, oh my god, as long as it is not pleasing God. It is sin. Alright. So, I believe we understand what really happened in the Garden of Eden. Okay, so, the enemy came to Eve in a subtle way, in a corny way. Just normal discussion. Let's just discuss and no, and you know, the 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 woman too didn't really know. Of course, snake is one of the animals that God created for us in the garden. I mean, He created a whole lot of animals. So why should I run away from a snake when I see a snake? You know, so if too was just gentle and you know, just ready to follow through and discuss with the serpent. No, as per God created them for us. No. And he was discussing. They just, you know, they were just discussing. And then Satan appealed to, you know, they called they called it the three things: lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. He said he said the tree was good for food. That is lust of the flesh. Our body needs food. Its flesh is always craving for food. So Satan says, the tree was good for food. That's appealing to the lust of the flesh. And then he says, it is pleasant to the highs. That's lust of the highs. And then he said, it is, you know, desire to make you wise. That's the pride of life. And that that's just temptation that got Eve to disobey God. Now, if also, you know, if she understands submission, she's supposed to relate that idea to her husband and say, ah, hey, Adam, see what uh, the serpent is saying, you know, what do you think? But, you know, she didn't do that. She just took it, you know, she just went off like that. So she also did not even submit that idea to her husband. 
they didn't sit down to look into it and say oh let's see let's see she just went ahead to eat it and she also gave adam to hit and adam too you know we didn't see it recorded in the bible that adam um actually maybe questioned and asked her about it adam also is not supposed to yield to his wife in sin adam what what it did too was all right, and there is no excuse of way it was if that gave it to him now. Mm-mm. So Adam was sub- Adam knew the instruction. I mean, the instruction was given to Adam before the woman even came into his life. So Adam too, you know, is to be blamed. All right. So after that scenario, what happened? What happened was that Adam already introduced sin into the world. So Adam brought sin into the world. Okay. That's just one singular act of sin of Adam and Eve brought sin into the world. And you know, Adam was representing everybody in the world you know he, he is a representative of humanity at that point in time and so since he already sinned you know he he already he already brought sin into the world so Adam brought sin into the world and as a result of that sin was just you know passed from one man to another you know how it doesn't matter you know if they give birth to somebody today that person is going to still sin so it's not a matter of uh -uh, but everybody did not sin Adam already brought it so Adam already brought it into the world so you are coming into the world with that nature and because of the way it is you see before you even get to know jesus you have already seen no matter how small or how young you are sin passed to all men because all men personally sinned against god Actually, how? Because Adam already brought sin into the world, so sin is available in the world. If you get, if they give birth to you today, you are born into sin. So that is why they say all men, for all have sinned. You get it. So even if it looked like ah, ah, I mean I don't need to do any bad thing, you are you are still a sinner. Until you come into the light of God and you receive the Lord Jesus, you are still a sinner. Whether you are three years old, you are four, you are five, I don't care. What what the the the, the idea is Adam already sinned and he brought sin into the world. So when they gave it to you, you were born into the world of sin. 
So sin is just automatic for you. Like you will see me. Do you get it? It will just it will just come automatically that you will just you will sin. So moving on to when you know God came back or came into the garden of the you know in the cool of the day and decided to look for them. You know, and God, you know, either might say that he's naked. You know, scripture says, Where are you? Genesis 3 9. He said, Then the Lord God called to Adam and said, Where are you? Now it's no it's not as if God doesn't God didn't know where he was. God knew. Or God knew. God knew where he was. Alright. You know, God is all knowing, so he knows. But he just you know, he just wanted to imply that ugh, you're not where you're supposed to be. Yes, that was just it. You're not where you are supposed to be. So, that singular act of sin already separated God from Adam. See, it, it, it happens automatically. Once you see you are separated, you are, you, are, you, are, you are breaking the fellowship you have with God. You are breaking the communion you have with God once you sin. So that was what happened. And you see, Adam went to hide because he was naked. And so when he said that, you know what Christ said? He said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded that you should not eat? Because if you don't eat it, there is no way you will be saying you are naked. Now, it shows that it was what the serpent said that caused the whole thing from the beginning. It was all made if sin and, you know, eventually Adam. Now, nobody told Adam that he was naked. He just saw that he was naked. He just saw that he was naked. And you know, Adam started to say, the woman you gave me, gave me of the tree and I had. And then the woman also said, it was the serpent that deceived me, you know, and all and all and all. And God had to start to curse everyone. You know, he cursed the serpent and said, You are cursed above all livestock and all and above every beast. And then it says you will go on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. And then it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. And I want to really dwell here. And in fact, I'm supposed to dwell here a bit, but I don't think I want to because it's a whole lot. That verse 15 of Genesis 3 is a mighty verse. It says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and you will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. I will put enmity between you and the woman. See, ladies, 
if you are a lady and you are listening to this there is the enemy have has issues with you already like from the beginning see he has issues with everybody right but see that you are a woman oh god he is he's so bent on your life he's is so bent on your life he is so after you and you must know this especially as a lady you must know this you must know that the enemy is, is so after your life is so after your life oh god and he says i will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed mm. The whole lot. I will see if we can look at it at a later time. But just know, at least know that the enemy is after ladies. The enemy is after the female gender. The enemy actually is after everybody, especially if you are born again and you are in Christ. Okay? But there is this still special one that is after women. Is after women, please know this as a lady, know this so that you will be guided in the things you do, in the things you give yourself to. And I already mentioned that the enemy will come in a subtle way, it will come in a way that if you are not so sensitive, you will not know that this is the enemy. You will just think, I mean, it's my friend, and we've been friends all these years, so. You you know the same way it looked to if like I mean this is serpent that God created now to also be with us in the garden. So why would he want to make me do something that we that could make God angry? Do you know that's the way it is? So you will look at it and say, Oh, he's my boyfriend, and you know <coughs> we've been dating for how long, even our pastors know ourselves. You know, our parents know each other. So, why would they tell me to do something that is a sin? Or why would my friend suggest something that is evil to me? You see, all those things, they are not, they don't hold water. They don't hold water because that is how the enemy will come to you. Because he knows that if you bring somebody that is strange to you, you will probably not answer that person. But it's going to come in a way that if you're not careful, you will not even know. You will not know that this is the enemy doing this. Ah. Can I beg us that we should give ourselves to developing our spirit, man, that we are sensitive and discerning. Please. Be so sensitive, be so discerning that the enemy is even afraid to tempt you because he knows that oh, a spirit man is so active. Praise God. So, you know, God went on to say to the woman that I will greatly multiply your pain and your conception. In pain, you bring forth children. And your desire will be to your husband and he will rule over you, you know. So it means that it, it, it speaks of the labor that we have to go through in childbirth and all. 
However, if you are redeemed, you're not supposed to go through pain when you are giving birth. You're not supposed to go through child labor when you want to give birth. Yes, because those things were things that, you know, Christ Jesus already took away for us when he came to die. And to Hadam, he said, because you have akin to the voice of your wife, and you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying you will not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Tons and tissues will grow for you, and you will eat plants of the field. In the sweat of your face you will eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. So he was basically saying a man will have to really, really work to feed. That's just basically what he was saying. You know, when they were in the Garden of Eden, he already provided everything that they need. Everything. There was no need for any issue. There was no need for, you know, I'm looking for a job. All he needed to do was to be tending the garden. That was all he needed to do. To keep and to tend the garden. But when he sinned, you know, he had to face this consequence. And he brought it upon every man. He brought it upon every man. That we have to now, you know, also and also. You know, people say they are hustling. I mean, I'm not hustling, no. But, you know, people they say they are hustling and hustling. And it came from harder. But if you are redeemed and you are in Christ Jesus, you're not supposed to hustle. You're not supposed to still be, you know, having to... Eat bread with the sweat of your face. You are not. And that will happen, you know. And what it means is that you are now supposed to, after you are born again, you are supposed to just be placed where God placed you. The way he placed man in the Eden and everything man needed to feed was already there. But that's a whole lot, okay. That's another part of it. Alright, so verse 20 says, And Adam called his wife Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And to Adam also, and to his wife, the Lord God made coats of skins and clothed them. So, he got, he, so I believe some animals had to die for that to happen. You know, it was animal skin that he used to make, you know, clothes for them. Yeah, so some animals had to die So they could, so it could get um, livestock skin to clothe them. And the Lord God said, "Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil, and now he must not be allowed to put forth his hand and to take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever." Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from where he was taken. So, you must return to Eden if you don't want to be sweating before you eat bread. Mm. And that's, <laughs> that's where I would just <laughs> drop that one. So, that I will not go far today. So, he drove them out. And he placed, you know, at the east of the garden, cherubim and a flaming sword to turn every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So, the garden of Eden is this safe and secure where it is. You know, and uh, there's cherubim and, and flaming sword that are 
guarding the place or the tree of life rather but the garden of eden is still secured where it is <coughs> now we would say that man was drove out of the garden of eden so that he would not eat of the tree of life and live forever so if man actually had eaten from the tree of life he would have died oh he would have lived rather and i mean he would live forever okay but because he heard of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil man was subjected unto death and that is why everybody will see die we will still die okay so we were subjected unto eternal death because of what adam did so god had to drive him out because you had sinned against us you are already condemned to eternal death if you eat of the tree of life again you'll be condemned or you you'll be it's, it's not condemned again now you'll be given to eternal life and that's not supposed to be because you already did what you were not supposed to do so he sent them out so he, he adam and eve left the garden with sin and then with eternal death sitting on, on their head like this eternal damnation sitting on their head like this that they will still die all right so that's basically what happened in genesis 3 whether good or bad you shouldn't do anything that god is not leading you to do please these are key points you should take out of this place of this teaching you're not supposed to do anything god is not leading you to do no matter how good it is if you do something that looks so good and god is not you know leading you you are you are, you are yielding to flesh Okay, you are yielding to flesh, and flesh will not please God. Romans 8 8. Romans 8 8 tells us that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Cannot please God. And if you are not pleasing God, that is sin. Sin is anything that does not please God. Okay. So we have made to see that, you know, Satan used the serpent as an instrument to deceive Eve. And Eve, you know, didn't also submit to his husband and you know puts it before him and say oh this is what the satan is so this is what serpent is suggesting he also took laws into her hands and did what she was not supposed to do adam received the fruit also and just ate okay and so Adam is also guilty for yielding to his wife instead of yielding to god because he even knows the instruction that God gave in the beginning. It was the one that God gave the instruction. 
and that singular act introduced sin into the world. Alright. So man became subject to the kingdom of darkness. Now this is the state of man after the fall. Man became subject to the kingdom of darkness. It means that everything they say in the kingdom of darkness is binding on man. So if they say, you know, the way they can say that, you know, your state, oh, nobody should go out once it's 7 p.m. tomorrow. Everybody in your state must obey. The same way, man became subject to the kingdom of darkness. Such that whatever they say is just biding on him. So if in the kingdom of darkness, they put out a rule today and say, you must not do this. That thing is binding on him because he already is subjected to the kingdom of darkness. So if they declare coffee in the kingdom of darkness, man must obey, whether he likes it or not. So what happened was that man became a slave in the kingdom of darkness. Because it, it is the moment he sinned, he already subjected himself to the kingdom. It's like he already got citizenship you know in the kingdom of darkness and so he had to just become subjected to it so if man now give birth do you know that that person too omotobi is also subject so it's the same way people that are in the u.s today if they give birth their children are citizens of u.s automatically so that's the same way it is too that when Adam sinned, he brought sin on all of us because we were born, we came from his loins. So from his loins, yeah, we were born into sin. It's like I was born into a Christian family. What if I was born into a Muslim family? I would become a Muslim, no one, until the day I decide to change. Do you get it? So the same way, that was how you know, we were that way we were born. We had to live under that kingdom and be ruled by that kingdom. One man, Adam, yielded to the voice of the enemy and disobeyed God. And he brought the entire human race into the kingdom of darkness. See, he brought our citizenship into the kingdom of darkness. With that sin that happened, that sin that happened in the Garden of Eden, Bought our citizenship into the garden of into into the kingdom of darkness. The same way people buy citizenship now, say they want to go to US. So that sin bought our citizenship. Ah, this is well. So anybody that was born, you know, you were just born into sin. You were born into the kingdom of darkness. So that's why they said all man has sinned. Wow, thank you, Jesus. We're going to wrap it up here. And next, we'll be looking at what what happened. So after this, what was God's plan to what was what, what was you know what was God's plan for restoration? How was God going to help us gain citizenship back to his kingdom? Praise God. I believe we have been blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes to see truths. Help us, Lord, to yield continually to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Grant us the understanding of your word in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to send me a message. God bless you. God bless you so much. Thank you.